The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code HGP and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing, doing good. Doing good. It's a Monday, so it's kind of kind of slower here. Long day, but yeah, got, got a big big slate of hockey tomorrow. Flyers got to bounce back, so yeah, I'm ready to go. Nah, mixed weekend myself. Only bad hockey. That was... Uh... It was a lot better than Thursday, but still not very good either. Um, watched a lot of soccer, didn't, didn't bet any of it, but uh, yeah, the Bayern Munich unfortunately won in injury time, so the uh, it'll be a sweat to win the, the, the 50 to 1 ticket on Bayer Leverkusen. Still, I was hoping to get another two point cushion there, so it remains at eight points. Uh, but that'll be, that'll be fun to follow, but Inter Milan totally crushed. Uh, who did they play? Fucking Selena Turner. Something, one of those shitty teams. And uh, four and four nil. And they got the Serie A wrapped up. So that, that that's that's nice, at least. Uh, hockey wasn't so good, but soccer was okay. Yeah, you know, I just got to preface this. When uh, when a team that you really like is 7-0, and you know, it, it just feels good. The world's a lot of a brighter place, you know. And even ice on the cake when uh, when your favorite team beats your buddy's favorite team, you know, it's it's just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I got to say, I've had a great weekend, boys. It's been relaxing. I was talking to you guys before. It was my mom's birthday on Saturday. So went out, you know, went to a museum. Oh, you know what's weird? Ryan, Ryan, say museum for me. How do you How do you say it? Museum, oh, dude, American. You know where I'm getting at here? Americans say museum. No, I, yeah, museum? no, you do, I dude. I, I got museum? buddies that are American, they, they call museums museum. It's weird as shit. If you say museum, I want you to get in the Discord and tell us, like, why where are they, they? Where are they from in the states? My buddy's from Washington. Uh, that's just, yeah, that's just a fucking Washington accent. Then. It's no, a thing, like though. Me. What you, I, I no, he's from Washington D.C., not Washington State. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I've heard like everybody I've heard that's Americans say it. They say it's so weird. I don't know. Next, Anyways, um, next time Dilly's in the, in the in the in the uh the voice, we'll have to come to the same museum because he he's our hell museum. yeah. Dilly, uh, Dilly's Dilly's always hard for a nice museum, baby. Out of boy. Uh, but no, it was good. Dude, took Mama Jenks out for that. It was cool. Went out for a nice dinner after. It was great to see her and my dad and everything too. So we had a good time. But yeah, it was a great weekend. You know, did pretty okay in hockey, all things considered. So what more can you ask for, man? It was kind of a boring golf tournament. I didn't really bet anything. All that's the one shitty thing about live is like all these guys. They're just it's not as exciting anymore. There's not as many crazy. They things stole them all. <laughs> I know. Like John Rahm uh, was supposed to play this. This uh, he, he he put on a show last year at the Mexico Open for Fiat. Yeah, right. Um, but well, part yeah, of it too. It was taking all the talent. Part of it because like now events are elevated. Where all these big dogs, like we're not even going to go if it's not elevated, right? We're going to make our money, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We're going to get into that. Um. 
Everybody go check out SGPM website. That's the place to be. Everything going on sports. We got 12 games tomorrow in the NHL on a Tuesday night. We're going to run through that. That's going to be sweet. Uh, what else is going on? Basketball is doing his thing. Baseball. At fucking Toronto's lighting up. The city's on fire. Blue Jay talks began, and I hate it. I hate it so much. But every time I go into talk radio shows and listen to all this, everybody's talking Blue Jays, and I just got to fast forward and skip all this part and shit. But, hey, man, if you like baseball, I'm sure that's great. Uh, Ryan, any update in the world of baseball we should know about or what? Um, Cody Ballinger back with the Cubs. It happened over the weekend. But yeah, if you, if you like MLB, check out the uh, I think MLB Gamma podcast. I, thought, I think I saw Munaf saying they're doing the uh, division previews this week. So that's a good thing to check out there. Right on, man. Good shit. Uh, Tons of stuff in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPM website. Be sure to go check it out. Listen to the other shows like Ryan was talking about. Shout out to boy Jeff Fox, the MMA Gambling Podcast. Uh, and be sure to read all the articles, man. Everybody's absolutely killing it. Ryan does an awesome job with his uh, fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. So be sure to check that out. We're getting to the end, man. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty of not only the hockey season, but the fantasy hockey season. It's going to be over before we know it. So if you're if you're trailing behind and you're looking to get a couple extra points, be sure to read his articles. We'll give you some help. Uh, and of course, man, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. It's been an awesome time in there lately. Everybody's having a blast, uh, doing some good shit, winning bets, having some good conversations in there. Um, it was a good weekend. The weekends in the Discord are always a little rowdy, you know, because everybody's boozing. The weekdays are crazy too, because you got Jolie and you know Knox in there, and you know Colt and everybody's just boozing on whiskey all the time. They're having a blast, but the weekends are always a killer time too, dude. So shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you're not in there, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction, or you can reach out to the HTTP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll tell you everything you need to know in order to get you in there. Uh, or what you can do is go to Frown Town because my boy Joel is looking a little sad today. So he's going to the Frown store. So when you're at the Frown store, you'll see him in line right there with you, and you guys can be all sad. And maybe you can cheer up by asking each other how to get in the Discord. And it'll help you out. I did have a baseball thought, actually. You know, at least the the, the Toronto Blue Jays, the people in Toronto have an excuse because the, the, the team is in their city. Here, they all fucking cheer for the Blue Jays, even though they're in fucking Toronto and they hate the Leafs. Mm-hmm. But somehow it's okay to like the Blue Jays just because Vancouver doesn't have a team. Canada's I, I team, they say. You got Seattle right there, though. Same mm-hmm. thing with the Raptors. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of Maine and Mariner fans, too. That's that's true. Uh, I think that makes a little more sense, even though we don't like that city either. But yeah. just just find your own team. That, that's not like one of our uh, historical rivals. So, yeah, you know, that's that's what I do anyway with uh, Dude, football, it, it, basketball. It's not just Vancouver, man. When I was working with the Blue Jays, when I first got my first job there was uh, running the stadium tours and shit. And so like, I'd run the tours and also I'd give some of the tours. And so I'd be talking to these people, like, where are you from? And they oh, we're from Edmonton, you know. I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, oh, we fucking hate the Leafs, but they're just diehard Jays fans and shit, right? So it's like <laughs> yeah. you said, like, just find a different city to cheer for, man. Like, what are uh, you doing? I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, whatever. Fair enough. I mean, Toronto's the best city in the world, so I kind of get it. What can you do? Um, all right, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals from last show here. We did good collectively. We had a great bounce back week after we got our asses absolutely handed to us a couple shows ago. Uh, myself, I went 3 and 0, baby, up 3.86 units. Uh, Ryan went 2 and 1, up 1.58 units. Julie went 2 and 1, up 0.57 units. Uh, I'll kick us off here for my lock. Uh, Rangers money line versus Philly, minus 135. Close game here. I think this was like a 2-1 game. Uh, Ryan, you probably watched this game, so I'm sure you can talk more about it a bit later. But Rangers got the win. Uh, for my dog, Detroit puck line versus St. Louis, plus 164. This is like a 6-1 final or some shit like that. Uh, Detroit was all over, and they got up early. And I actually watched this game. It was the first game at like noon or something. I had it on the TV, and I was sitting with my dad having some beers and shit. And we're like, holy fuck, dude. St. Louis looked like shit. 
Detroit was all over them. They were putting the biscuit in the basket. Fucking Banner couldn't make a save to save his goddamn life. Uh, it was some good showing by Detroit. And then my total, Leafs, Colorado, over 6.5, minus 135. Uh, this was an awesome game. Bertuzzi with the hat trick was great to see. Obviously got it in overtime. So anytime we went overtime 3-3, I think it was a 4-3 final. Uh, good for the over. Yeah, for me, my lock was the uh, Canadians, Devils, over 6.5, minus 120. It was not looking good. And there were four goals in the second period. And then three more late in the third to get a 4-3 there. So that was a, kind of by the skin of my teeth. But I think it was a good bet, nevertheless. Uh, my dog were, were the Cats, the Panthers on the puck line. Uh, they were one of a few favorites that won in overtime, so that did not cash. But the total, Rangers-Flyers under 6, minus 110. Yeah, Flyers outshot the Rangers 40-24. Shesterkin was, you know, he was on one in that game. So that was a uh, – Flyers got goalie in that one. But, you know, under 6 hit. My lock was the Kraken money line. Not a good bet. They got smoked by the Wild, who had to come down from Edmonton on the back-to-back and uh... – yeah, this was not close. They scored right away. I think it was 5-2, 6-2, whatever at the end. Uh, Kraken or not in this game, I said that they, they used up their welfare check against the Canucks where they looked brilliant the game before, but they had nothing left to smoke for uh, to play the Oilers here. Um, <laughs> then the dog, this was my favorite bet of the weekend. Uh, I was heavy on the Flames, heavy on the over. Both of them were easy. Flames team total over three and a half plus 175. They scored three goals in like the first 10 minutes, and uh, it was all great from there. Um, yeah, I feel proud of that one at least. Um, the total Capitals Panthers under six and a half, minus 122. Uh, pretty much no doubter. There were like, uh, I don't know, one goal through two periods and then a few goals towards the end of the third period. Either way, I was not sweating this one either. So, uh, that worked out. Plus, uh, finally, I won a game in OT there, uh, which is good because I, I was heavy on the Panthers money line of minus 210. So, uh, thankfully, that one came through too. That was a good bounce back show, though, boys. We needed that after getting just fucking creamed the day before. So hell yeah, good job. Yeah, fade, fade that Archer. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play along. Side your favorite fantasy players all season long it's the easiest place to play fantasy sports it's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry of course got the pick'em game there also have the best ball drafts uh love love the best ball drafts there mlb is opening up got nhl i'm not sure if nhl playoffs has opened up yet but that's definitely something to take advantage of so sign up today with promo code hgp and get your first deposit doubled up to 100 as well as an instant pick'em special Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with the promo code HGP to get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick'em special. Must be 18 plus and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. And SGP teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus sign up between now and end of the month and five winners will receive an underdog hat underdog shirt and $50 $50 SGPN gift card sign up today using promo code HGP and then go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win all right y'all okay straight before we do this my girl and I just finished rewatching Breaking Bad she never saw it and so we just finished it last night and shit. And that little intro riff, the like, with a slide guitar, that shit's money. Yo, it's been in my head all day. You know that riff? Oh, yeah. Hell of a Hell show. Yeah. Hell of a show. It was, it was pretty heavy. Yo. So I, I haven't rewatched that shit since like college, but it was great. Uh, 
Saul, Better Call Saul. No, is it good? Is it worth checking out? Oh yeah, it's it's incredible as well. You got to survive like the first three seasons. It's it's okay. worth it. It'll build up to something, but it's not like Breaking Bad. But after like the first three seasons, then it's it's a lot more like Breaking Bad and uh, totally worth it. Is Bill Burr in it? Because like he was uh, one of his boys. No, uh, he might be it towards the end. I can't remember. Okay. I don't. The, the 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 big fat black guy is in it, but he's yeah, he's, he's trimmed down though. He's not as fat in this. Slim one. boy. Damn, yeah. good for him. What about the movie? Did you ever see the El Camino movie or whatever? Yeah, I didn't like that one. It wasn't great. Okay, well, don't worry for me. We're gonna end up watching that. But, anyways, hell yeah. Uh, all right, boys, we got a twelve game slate set for Tuesday, February twenty seventh. You ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh yeah, hell yeah, baby. That's rock and roll. First game on the docket at the seven p.m. time slot. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto here. Vegas on the money line sitting at plus 142. Leafs on the money line at minus 170. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Over at plus 100. The under minus 120 here. Uh, don't look now. Leafs on a seven-game heater, baby, with a big win coming off against Colorado here. They're back home off a, I'm going to say a four-game road trip. Um, decent home team, dude. 15-10-2. You know, not bad. Not great, but not bad. Uh, but they're playing red hot, dude. They're getting the depth. The depth score, and we talked about this a little bit last show, so we don't got to go into it, but Keith shuffling the lines has allowed for a bit more parity between all three lines, and everybody's putting the biscuit in the basket. Vegas still banged up. We talked about this a little bit with the likes of Mark Stone being out long-term. Jack Eichel is a kick in the pills as well. Defensively, they're coming back a little bit stronger, but still they're lacking on the offense. Uh, I like the least minus 170 in this game. Samsonov is expected. Joseph Wool just got called back to the big club. Uh, with that being said, I don't expect we'll see him, you know, tomorrow night against a good Vegas team. Maybe ease him in. Aiden Hill is confirmed for this game as well. Uh, over under to me, this is like a deceptive over game. Like, if that's weird to say, because like you think about the Leafs beat Vegas, what was it like 7 2 or 7 3 the other day? You're like, oh, that's not going to happen again. There's no way in hell. Well, who knows? And you say Vegas, you know, oh, they're losing some of their stars, not going to be scoring a lot of goals here. The way Toronto's been putting the fucking puck in the net, dude, it's been crazy lately. I think seven of their past 10 uh, have been over six and a half as far as games. And out of their seven games that they've had on their seven game win streak, like five out of the seven have gone over. So until this team gives me a full on, definite reason not to bet them over i'm gonna keep doing it so give me the over at plus 100 give me leafs on the money line minus 170 and and sorry martin two points because martin's been getting two points in like the past seven games or something yeah i agree with all that add in a matthews goal minus 130 whatever it is there yeah the golden knights here are, are not i mean they're completely beat up eichel's coming back early march apparently mark stone brett howden out as well just another depth piece to, to join all those guys uh, they've been giving up a lot of expected goals against in the past 10 games with the third worst expected goals against per 60, only better than the Rangers and the Sharks. Leafs are generating some goals. So, yeah, I, I love the Leafs here at home. Minus 170. I wouldn't mind a puck line play, possibly. You know, they 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 are coming off coming off a long road trip, so you have to watch out for that. But seven in a row, uh, five of them by at least two goals. So, yeah, I like the Leafs, and I like the over six and a half, too, especially at even money. I think Vegas is going to get three goals. They've been scoring three goals pretty consistently over the past nine games or so. And the Leafs are also allowing three goals typically per game. So it could be like a 5-3 game here. So Leafs in the over for me. You guys make a pretty compelling case for the Leafs here. And ordinarily, I would agree. But the situation just sets up brilliantly for the Golden Knights here who are uh, really, really beaten up. Of course, you mentioned that, but they're beaten up morally, too. They are uh, demoralized after all these this losing. You know what? I think they have they have the worst point percentage in the Pacific Division since the new year. 
<laughs> that includes like the sharks and the ducks and the kraken. Um, so yeah, they're they're not having a good time there. Uh, it's kind of understandable given the the injuries and whatnot, but still, like uh, this team's supposed to be ramping up for playoffs here. But that said, I think that the coach gets some uh, gets some going for this one. And, and the Leafs, yeah, they, they're hot. They're all they're all that. But they're feeling themselves right now. Two days off in between the, the, this game here, and then I think that they come out slow. Maybe a gold nice first period money line would be the play, but uh, I'm going to take the, uh, the, the the game line money line um, myself. So yeah, I think the Knights are. Uh, this is a good spot for them to bounce back, even though they are clearly the inferior team right now. And yeah, I'll go with you guys with the over too. I I, I did bet that, and uh, I don't have any any uh, additional reasoning. So yeah, let's go Knights and over. Right on. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot, we have the Buffalo Sabres against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 185. Panthers on the money line at minus 225. Panthers on the puck line at minus one and a half sitting at plus 110. Over-unders at six and a half. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Rye guy, let's throw this Cats game your way. What are we thinking? Yeah, the Cats look, look to be like the only elite team in the NHL right now that, that can be trusted. I know that the Leafs are on a, on a heater. Rangers just had a heater ended by the Blue Jackets, but Florida's consistently playing great hockey, great at home, 18-8-2. Buffalo on the road is 14-11-3, so not too great there. And, you know, uh, Florida just won down in Buffalo, or up in Buffalo, uh, 4-0 back on the 15th, so less than two weeks ago. I see a similar outcome here. You know, maybe, maybe Buffalo puts up a goal or two, but I don't think they're going to get more than that uh, against the Panthers. Cancer. Cats are getting good goaltending in net, whether it's Stolarz or Bobrovsky. So uh, I like the Cats here a lot. Minus, 20, minus 225 is a bit steep, and I'm not going to trust them on the puck line again. So I'm just going to go with the under 6.5 at minus 120. Uh, both of these teams have been heavy to the under this season. Uh, they've been under in four straight meetings dating back to last January. So, see a, a low-scoring battle here between two uh, Atlantic foes. Yeah, Panthers had a kind of a crummy performance against the Capitals. Kind of lucky to win that one, um, but that was without Matthew Kachuk. He should be back for this one. It's supposed to be probable, uh, so that's a big deal. Um, so yeah, I lean to the Panthers still. Just it's a big line here. I'm not. I'm not going to be heavy on that or anything. This isn't a team you can really trust to to win my margin. I don't think. Um, yeah, better play here would be the under six and a half. I think the Panthers will do a good job of uh, at least slowing down the Sabers' offense and uh, yeah, win another three two game because that's their their kind of deal. Yeah, I'm a. I'm I'm on the Panthers for this, but I'm on it for different reasons, and I, I kind of expect a little bit of a different game than what you guys are saying here. Yes, the Panthers' past three games haven't been great, man. A three-two overtime win against Ottawa, one-nothing loss against Carolina, a three-two overtime win against Washington. Those those are kind of soft, you know, not great showings. You said uh, one thing there, Julie, that's massive. It's that's uh, with uh, Kachuk coming back in the lineup, he's an absolute killer. So we should inject some inject some fuel into this lineup. But before that, their past five games, before that, it was four-two versus Washington. 4-0 win versus Avalanche, 4 or 5-2 win against Pittsburgh, 4-0 win against Buffalo, 9-2 win against Tampa. This is the Florida team that we're kind of used to seeing, especially this year. So I think that this is going to be them getting things back on track here. Look at the next three games. They got Buffalo, they got um, they got Montreal, and they got Detroit. So they should be licking their chops to kind of pop some goals and get some big wins here. So for that, I like Florida on the puck line, mm-hmm. minus 1.5, plus 110, bit of a bounce back slate, get, a, get the train rolling again here. Um, as far as over under goes in this game, I'm with you. I'm leaning towards the under six and a half minus 120. You know, we just saw this game 
couple like a week ago, four nothing. I'm kind of expecting to see something similar to that, like a four nothing or a, a four one, a five one final here. Just Florida coming out dominating the game. Uh, what do we always say? Division games matter, baby. Buffalo eight seven and one, you know, five hundred essentially when it comes to a gambling point of view. Florida nine one and three. So they show up against these Atlantic competitions here, uh, and I would expect to see that again in this game uh, tomorrow night. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. Again, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philly. Tampa on the money line sitting at minus 125. Philly on the money line at plus 105. Over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Ryan, I'm going back to you. We're double-dipping, baby, like mozzarella sticks in the marinara. You know, you're the mozzarella. I'm the marinara. Double-dip right into me. Let's go here. Uh, what's the, How's everybody feeling with Philly? That was a bit of a tough loss against the Penguins the other night. Everybody, everybody still good? Um, it, it depends who you ask. Yeah, it's a tough loss on Saturday against the Rangers. They, they deserved at least a point in that one. And then against the Penguins, Cal Peterson just it was not an NHL goalie. He allowed three or four goals tough. short side that sort of been easily stopped. Flyers scored six goals. It came came back from, you know, two two goal deficits to cut it to one, I think twice in the third period. Um, probably deserved at least a point or two from that weekend. But, you know, back at home here against the Lightning, I am on the Flyers here, plus 105, though. You know, the Lightning have been tough recently. They won on Long Island and then won in New Jersey the next night. So they've been playing better, but they've been very, very up and down, three in a row, three in a row. So either way. So I'm going with the Flyers here, plus 102. I think they're going to get back at it here at home. Hopefully, Konechny and or Drysdale is available to go. Uh, Konechny missed both games this weekend, and Drysdale left uh, Sunday's game with a shoulder injury. Hopefully it should be Sam Erson here in net. So uh, Tampa Bay without Sergachev, we talked about Tanner Janot's out as well. Hayden Fleury's questionable. So as long as the Flyers can shut down that top line, which is going to be the the big thing. I, I like him here at plus 105. Yeah, Cal Peterson was not the only bad goal in that game. Tristan Jari was was brutal himself. Um, but Crosby wasn't. like He was awesome in that one. That was vintage Crosby. Goal, four mm. assists. And uh, just just absolutely manhandling the Flyers whenever he was on the ice. That's good to see. Um, yeah, for, but for this one, I, would, I do want to bet the Flyers here for the Lightning are a bit scary the way they've been playing on this road trip. Very impressive. Not like uh, they've been playing for most of the season, on the road at least. Um, so I'm going to stay away, lean to the Flyers still. Kind of go with the under six, though. Vasilevsky's playing a little better now, especially on this road trip and uh, the one game against the um, – the, 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 wasn't the Devils because that, that was Johansson. It was the game before. They, 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 who did they play again? It was the uh, uh, Islanders. Yeah, it was the Islanders. Yeah, he was he was good in that one. Yeah, and they they shot him down. The Islanders scored like a garbage time goal, whatever. Um, so yeah, giving the under six minus one hundred five would be uh, another lean for me. I haven't bet this game at all though. Ryan, what's the word on a dry still and Konechny? They both out. Um, no update on either of them. I imagine Konechny will play. He. Pulled something in practice on Friday, so it was t- tough for the turnaround there. I, I hope. I, I mean, I I would say he's probable, and Drysdale is probably doubtful. Drysdale could be out longer term due to a shoulder injury. It was the same shoulder that he missed uh, four to six months with last Ooh. season. With uh, yeah, he had surgery for that uh, for a torn labrum. So wait to see for Drysdale, but I think Konechny should be good to go. Fingers crossed. It's nothing too crazy for the kid. Um, yeah, you guys both brought us some good points there. My, my lean on this is kind of a bit towards Philadelphia here. Yeah, sure, they're not the greatest home team in the league. Uh, Tampa's been struggling on the road. Maybe not as of late, but just overall. Um, Julie, you're right. Vasilevsky has played a lot better than what he was heading into the past you know, week and a half or so. Um, 
Shit, man. I don't know. I got to go with the Flyers here, right? Like the torch is going to have the boys ready to kind of show up a little bit. Um, Tampa has that's been the thing with Tampa. It's, it's been like two steps forwards, one step back for this team a lot this year. You know, as soon as they've gotten some ground, they've kind of pissed it all away. Uh, and this isn't this isn't a slouch team they're playing against, man. This Flyers team is going to show up. They always do uh, bring the energy and ready to go. So I'm going to lean towards Philly at plus money at home, plus 105. Don't love it, but it, it's a lean. Uh, and then for my total on this one, I'm with you guys. I'm kind of leaning towards the under on this. Uh, like we said, Vasilevsky has been playing fine. Uh, and Samuel Erson has been, you know, solid, you know, in relief this year since taking over. So uh, Philly doesn't really score too many goals. They're not like the craziest offense team. They generate a lot of shots, I guess. Their power play needs a bit of work. They're just, uh, I don't know. If, 30th uh, or something? Last. Yeah, they're, they're close to last. They're awful. That's a tough goal, right? But, um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm going to lean towards the under in this game, and I'll lean towards the Flyers slightly. One more thing. Uh, this is another game between two teams playing for the playoffs, and that was uh, the case with the Islanders and the Devils games for the Lightning. So uh, you can see that they're playing a little bit more of a, a playoff style than they, the, the run-and-gun gung-ho hockey they're playing uh, for most of the season. If this team peaks at the right time of the year, like going into the playoffs, look the fuck out, man. Like I wouldn't want – imagine finish for, finishing first in your division and you got to play fucking Tampa Bay as a wildcard team. Like that's tough. Um, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Arizona State University Coyotes against La Habitant, La Biche, Blue Blanc et Rouge, the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Arizona on the money line sit at minus 120. Canadians on the money line at plus 100 at home. Uh, Arizona on the, or sorry, the over under sitting at six and a half, over paid off minus 108, the under minus 112 here. Um, I don't know how I feel about this game. Clayton Keller is out uh, indefinitely with an upper body injury for Arizona. That's a big loss, dude. He's arguably probably the best player on their team, so that sucks. That being said, Montreal has just been miserable. They're on a five-game losing streak. But so is Arizona. They've lost 12 in a row. So what am I even saying here? This game sucks, dude. Um, shit, Arizona's been terrible on the road. Habs have been terrible at home. I don't know how I feel here. Fuck it. You know what? I owe it to Habs fans. Give me give me Montreal and the uh, plus 100 on the money line. Let me make it up to you. Psych, no fucking chance. Give me the yotes. Desert fucking dogs. Minus 120 on the road. You know what's going to be insult to injury to those scumbags in Montreal is the goddamn 0-12 Coyotes coming in and kicking your wheels off in front of your own barn on a Tuesday night. Give me the yotes. Minus 120 here. Neither team scores a lot of goals. Neither team generates a lot of shots, baby. Uh, so it's it's not a great look here. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to be looking towards the under as well in this game. Six and a half, minus one twelve. Teams kind of suck defensively. Uh, Montembeau is confirmed. He's been, I think, better than Jake Allen. Maybe Habs fans will tell me otherwise. And then Connor Ingram is back and expected to play in this one as well. So under six and a half. Give me the odds. Or oh, not know Connor Ingram's back. That might that might change my my pick here. But I do, I do like the the over here. Over six and a half and minus one oh eight isn't great. You can you can get my over six. At minus one twenty four at Bet Parks, Bet Rivers, Canby books. So I, I would prefer that, but I still like the over here. Both teams are capable of putting up three or four goals themselves. Not going to be playing very tight defense with both teams not exactly in the playoff race. And I don't trust really any goalie. I guess Ingram maybe if if he's truly healthy and or Ingram played last game. He allowed four to Winnipeg. Yeah, so he is back. But yeah, I, I still see an over game here and a lean to the Habs at home. Maybe a Habs team total. Um, Tough, tough to handicap this. So ju- just the over. Yeah, one of these teams has to win, has to break their their losing streak here. And yeah, they're the, 
market sees the Coyotes as a bit of a better team, but I don't think that's the case right now. Uh, they're not playing like it. Canadians actually, uh, they've been competitive in these games that they've been losing. So I think that they can they can get off the schneid here against uh, allows the Coyotes team who are missing their best player, as Town said, and Connor Ingram uh, did not have it in that game against the Jets. And I don't think that he'll have it for a couple more as, as he uh, wears off the rust of his injury. So give me the Habs here. But I still like the under six and a half. I think the Canadians are – are good enough defensively, and the Coyotes, yeah, their offense is pretty much shite these days, so uh, halves in the under for me. Okay, moving to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Washington Capitals against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit here. Washington on the money line sitting at plus 150. Red Wings on the money line minus 180. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Over at plus 110, the under minus 130 here. Caps are on the second night of a back-to-back. Who's in net tonight for them? It's uh, Kemper. Kemper got the nod tonight, so we'll see Lindgren in net for this game. I imagine he's been the better goalie out of the two for this season, at least. Um, with that being said, man, I know that they were only playing St. Louis, but when I watched that Detroit game the other day, these guys were buzzing on all cylinders, man. They looked good. I believe they've been good at home all year long, too. What's the record? 17-8-5 at home. That's pretty admirable. Um, you know, they won the past five games on a five-game heater. Things are pushing for Detroit. Potential playoff team. We talked about it the other show. Ryan was like, oh, yeah, minus 250 to make playoffs. Yeah, it's a good fucking bet. Well, you know what, Ryan? To me, I don't think Detroit's that good, all right? So to see them on a heater. I don't either. Maybe, they, maybe no they are does. good. Maybe they are, though. Like, defensively, they got to be the most mid-team in the NHL. They just signed, like, four mid-guys to $3 million a year for, like, six years on the offseason. That was crazy. Um, Justin yeah, I Hall. Like him. Justin Hall started this right, but uh, he's got a few scratches since then. That's it. He's not even playing. I think he's, like, been scratched seven of the past ten games or something yeah. like that. But you know what? It takes depth to win in the playoffs, right? That's what they say, so – um yeah either way i kind of like detroit in this game with washington on a back-to-back minus 180 especially with the detroit at home alex Lyon is expected to play he's been solid all year uh 17 8 and 2 record 2.68 goals against average 0.916 save percentage and we just talked about charlie lindgren he's fuck he's been great too so the under six and a half and minus 130 is very enticing in this spot as well give me the under give me the the uh the wings yeah yeah red wings here are the play minus 180 definitely see this going Hired by puck drop with the cops on a back-to-back plus travel plus you know i can see the sends getting back in this game and, and making it a fight the red wings here are just just a much better team the caps are somehow in the playoff race too but they, they have they have no chance um so yeah red wings minus 180 at home one five in a row cool to see kane back, score the game winner back in chicago i guess but red wings minus 180 not cool at all i was on the blackhawks there great <laughs> great number and all that they were all playing the red wings Fucking fluky third period goal. Then uh, that, that stupid shit. He, he, he scored against the Avs in OT2 the week before. So I'm really pissed off at uh, Patty Kane right now. Um, but yeah, the Capitals continue to get away with some crazy ass uh, shooting percentage again against the Senators here. Of course, they're helped by uh, the same old shitty Sens goaltending. But still, uh, at some point, it's going to dry up the goals. Uh, I just. With Charlie Linger in it, I'm not, I'm not exactly jumping to back, to back the Red Wings, who are themselves riding an unsustainable shooting percentage these days. So this is a, this is an under or nothing for me. I, I think that the uh, this is a more of a, a lower-scoring affair with, with two good goalies, at least. I'll give Alex Lyon his dues. And, uh, yeah, I just I think that the, the goals dry up somewhat here, even if, even if the Capitals on the back-to-back. So under 6.5 would be my, my only look in this one. So, so are you saying that the Red Wings PDO is expecting regression? Yes. 
<laughs> You'd be proud of me. I was the other day. I was looking at defensemen. And I was looking at uh, expected goals against per sixty numbers. So you guys should be happy. There you go. There you go. I like. And, and you know what? I was looking, and I'm like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid." So I stopped looking, but I looked. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, all right, moving down to the APM time slot here. We have the St. Louis Blues against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg here. St. Louis on the money line at plus 160. Jets on the money line minus 192. Bit of juice there if you're interested. Jets on the puck line minus one and a half. Sitting at plus 124. Uh, over-unders at five and a half. Overpaid off minus 125. The under plus 105. Mr. Meyer, what's going on in the booming city of Winnipeg besides the team being halfway out the door, baby? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is another team, just like the Capitals and the Red Wings. I'm expecting regression from their PDO, especially in terms of their uh, their own goal scoring. Um, yeah, they, they create a lot of chances off the rush, whatever. So that leads to uh, you know more of a more uh, more of a high finish rate. So that kind of explains it somewhat. But still, this is a fake team. The Jets are uh, not exactly playing as well as they used to, uh, like in the, the first third of the season, uh, middle third, whatever. Um, but they're playing well enough to beat this stupid ass blues team. So give me the Jets regulation. It's kind of scary considering uh, the Jets too tend to go to overtime uh, with with their you know their their lower event style style of play. And uh, yeah, but I'll I'll still do the regulation just because minus one ninety two is is too much to lay uh, against the Blues team who continue to uh, fuck me up all the time. So yeah, give me the Jets here and uh, give me the under five and a half. I think that this is. Uh, this is a goalie game potentially between uh, Hellebuck and Bennington, who's been on fire, or Joel Hofer. He's been good, too. Um, yeah, Jets for sure under lean. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Jets' money line is a bit, bit too high to lay. Minus 92, and Joel pointed out they've gone to overtime. Overtime back-to-back games, so not necessarily going to play by the puck line, but I think they could get this one done in regulation. Blues haven't gone to overtime a lot recently, coming off a, a 6-1 loss in Detroit, now going to, up to Winnipeg there. Uh, as Joel said, Blues are frauds. I'm, I'm glad they're finally out of a playoff spot, so we hopefully don't have to worry about that too much. So yeah, Winnipeg, regulation, whatever that's paying, minus 140-ish, minus 150, I think that's a good play. And yeah, I, I'd lean, with, lean to the under here, even at 5.5. You are getting plus odds, plus 105. Jets have gone under uh, 30 out of their, their 30, 19, and 7, the under, and 30, 24, and 3 for the Blues. So both under teams, even though this is 5.5. So Jets regulation and the under. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I, I like that regulation play a lot, too. I know the past two games for Winnipeg have gone to regulation, or sorry, to overtime, like you guys said. Um, Sean Monahan day-to-day with an illness as well. Hopefully he'll be back, giving them some center depth. Um, with that being said, dude, the the Jets division record is just unbelievable. 15-3 in one uh compared to St. Louis's 7-10-1. They show up against these big division games here. And like you said, you know, St. Louis, they fell out of a playoff spot. They're frauds. Let's face it. I don't think any of us think the Blues are going to be doing any significant damage this year. They've been holding on for dear life. The fact they made it as far as they did uh is admirable, I suppose. But come on, what are we talking here? We're talking about the fucking Jets against the Blues. So don't galaxy brain it. Uh give me the Jets in regulation as well, whatever that's sitting at. What would we say? Minus 130 or something around there? 125. 125. Okay, cool. Uh, over under in this game. Yeah, I think we could have a sneaky goalie game here, man. Like, you know, poor, poor Bennington. I I should have looked this up. I wonder where he's setting his shots against per uh, in the league because I feel like the – 
the Blues give up a hell of a lot of shots against per game, but whatever. We'll check that out another time. Um, but yeah, he's been playing well compared to what he's been seeing. Defensively, they're not that great in front of him. And then Connor Hellebuck, it's the exact opposite. You have a great goalie with a great defensive team playing a great defensive system. So the under five and a half at plus 105 is enticing. Uh, if there is an early goal in this game, like the first five minutes, and you see that number jump up to six and a half at like minus 135 or something, or even in, in even six, I'll be uh, I'll be all over that live. So I'll be keeping an eye out for that as well. All right, we are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Okay, heading down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota here. Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 155. Minnesota on the money line at plus 130. Over-under sitting at six, both over-under paying off minus 110 here. I don't know what to make of this matchup, man. Like, uh, Carolina, obviously, they're a better home team, but they've been decent on the road too, 15-11-2. and two. Uh, while they're below 500 at home here. They're on a two-game winning streak. They played well the past couple games, actually, a couple big wins. Um, I think Carolina's just a much better team, though, man. Minus 155, I think there's definitely some value on that. Is that the first one ever back-to-back for Carolina? No, it's not. So, yeah, I really like them. Um, Kane's minus 155, and as far as over-under in this game goes, I'm leaning towards the over. Uh, Gustafson has been shit this year. We talked about this. 3.23 goals against average, 0.896 save percentage. Peter Kachekov, his numbers are getting better, bro. You know, uh, maybe I gotta maybe I gotta turn my thoughts on this guy a little bit. A 2.36 goals against average, a 0.910 save percentage is pretty heavy. With that being said, Carolina is one of the top defensive teams in the league. Uh, first in the league when it comes to shots on goal allowed per game, not allowing a lot of goals. Their penalty kill is elite, third in the league as well. Uh, and they don't really take a lot of penalty minutes. But I'm still going to lean to over six and minus 110 here. Maybe the push is in play, even if it's like a 4-2 win, maybe a 5-2 empty netter or something. Yeah, this is getting a bit steep here at minus 155. It opened closer to minus 130, I believe. So still, you know, minus 155 might not be too bad here for the Canes. They do have back-to-back losses. Their team plays solid defense. Their team that thrives playing on the road, playing that good road hockey under under Rod Brindamore. It's going to be the third game in four nights going from uh, at home to at Buffalo, now, now Minnesota. Minnesota coming home from a three-game road trip out west. Not sure how they're going to do bouncing back coming back home so yeah Kane's just a much better team also Joel Erickson Eck is questionable for this for the wild which is a would be a big loss for them so uh yeah Kane's minus 155 and a lean to the under but can't t- t- can't take an under in a wild game yeah the uh wild are a confusing team these days like they look like world beaters one game and then just like total dog shit the next they were lucky to win against the oilers <laughs> gustafson had a vintage uh 2022 season um performance there i think stuff 41 of 43 shots something like that and uh, yeah the oilers just ran them over they just couldn't score on this guy and then the wild just just play like uh titans against the kraken uh, they dominated that one even on the back to back so i don't understand this team really that 10-7 game was probably the weirdest uh, game of the season against the Canucks. 
uh, yeah, so the, the Wild are a mystery to me. So uh, minus one fifty five here. Still leaning the Hurricanes, but uh, I don't want to pay uh, all that juice exactly for something that is an unknown. Um, yeah, for the total, I, I guess I'll lean to the uh, lean to the under. Uh, but it's five. I, I didn't bet the total at all, so we'll skip that. And then, no, I'm not even giving you a lean. I'm not even giving you a lean. Hurricanes wild. <laughs> it, it could it could go over. It could go under. I don't know, Jim. You can't give us a little. You know, what was that movie or that song "Lean Back" by Fat Joe back in the day? And he was so fat he leaned back like one inch. You can't even give us a little one inch lean back, Jolie, or no? One inch. I'll give you a one inch. You can give it one inch in your whole life, baby. Uh, um, all right, moving down to the AP. Oh, sorry. I wanted to say, Ryan, you fired me up there when you said road hockey. You got my, you got me buzzing. We used to fuck oh, like there, bro. street hockey. Yeah, oh, dude, we played road hockey every day growing up, man. It was the best. Even in like, even in college, we'd all come home. We'd just be smoking bowls and crushing beers in my buddy's garage and just firing up some road hockey. But he would go full goalie gear and net. It was a blast. Um, all right, moving to 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Ottawa Senators against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville here. Ottawa on the money line at plus 120. Preds on the money line at minus 142. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Both over-under pay at minus 110 here. Uh, Ottawa on the second out of a back-to-back here. This one just got interesting. They're currently losing 6-3 uh, to Washington. Forsberg started the game for Ottawa, led up four, and I think got pulled after the first period. So Corpusello's in net now. Both goalies seeing ice time in this game, then having to fly out from uh, Washington to Nashville. I don't know if that's a far flight or not. Maybe it is. Not close. Maybe it, it's not close. So it's a far flight. There you it's go. Not Geography. Far. Is it? I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll get it for you. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, Let me know. Let me know the price too, if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 I don't know who will see a net here. Maybe Corpusello, maybe Forsberg. Either way, it's kind of a bit shaky here. Uh, with that being said, I absolutely love Nashville in this game because of this minus 142 is fair. Uh, truth be told, I kind of like Nashville in regulation even. You can get them at plus 105. Um, Preds are on a five-game winning streak. Uh, all five of those games have been won in regulation as well. They're not really a great home team. They've been better on the road than they have been at home. But this is more so me just kind of fading the Sens a little bit when they're in shambles. The uh, Sens are also 8-14-1 on the road this year. Probably going to be 8-15-1 after this game tonight. So love the Preds. Love the Preds in regulation over under uh maybe the over both teams can score nationals been getting a little bit better when it comes to scoring as of late on this winning streak they're at uh defensively neither team is much to write home about though so the over is uh is an okay look i suppose but i don't really love it but i do love the preds that's right, so two hours non-stop uh, you can get round trip 88 bucks and like a pretty good deal there. holy shit why is it so cheap to fly like in the states well because then you got to fucking pay for carry-on and bags and shit on top of that so oh my god that's crazy dude that would be like 400 bucks here <laughs> yeah, yeah for this one when i first looked at it i was like okay both teams in a bad spot mm-hmm. ottawa on a back-to-back nashville coming home from a west coast trip it's going to be their their third game in, in four nights that's that's going to be tough for them to get up for but this is the sense team tonight just has not been good against the capitals they played both goalies like talon said so you're not sure Who's going to start tomorrow down in Nashville? And the Preds have been a really good team. I mean, they aren't quite there at home, 14, 15, and 0, but they've been a great team uh, in the past 10 games. Maybe, maybe not so. Their expected goals for number is is down in the bottom 10, but they've been able to get out some some wins against some, some decent teams, Kings, Knights. Besides that, I guess I guess not great teams, Blues, Sharks, and, and Ducks, but the Sens are, fall right in line with those not great teams there. Mm-hmm. So I do like the Predators here at minus 142. Also like the Predators team total over three and a half. They've scored at least four goals 
in each game during their five-game winning streak, and Ottawa can easily give up four goals, as we saw tonight. Yeah, pointing out something in, in the chat from Joseph Spencer. I, I called him a, a different name last time. My apologies. I don't remember even what, what name I called him. But he said, uh, so glad you guys are going. Tired of the – so glad you guys are going. I'm tired of the Philip Kyle Filipowski vaginal injury slash crowd-storming debate. What the fuck is that you talking about? And Talon's ignorant of Talon like, didn't all, all the troops. Oh. Um, oh, so basically okay. some guy got injured when in the crowd storming. So now they're, they're trying to bank the crowd storming, which is stupid. I mean, they do it probably too much, but, uh, just get rid of it. Also, they were favored. They, they were favored by three points. You can't, you can't, yeah, you can't storm yeah, the court when they're favored. Uh, uh, yeah, it's dumb, even when it's Duke. Um, so yeah, that, that said, we're, we're not interested in that kind of shit. I just gave my quick opinion there. Um, anyway, for this game, <laughs> <laughs> the predators are, uh, they, they're hot. They, they beat the, uh, the Kings. They beat the Knights in that road trip. They kind of like, uh, kind of leaking oil, running out of gas against the sharks and the ducks, but they still got the job done, which is you want, which is what you want to see in a team that's fighting for the playoffs, but coming, uh, coming out home after that road trip is not the best spot, but uh, with the sense going all the way from Washington to Nashville is not ideal. And, um, yeah, I mean, not the Senators have been uh, kind of a resilient team, but, uh, I think the predators are just that much better right now. And with, with the Senators using both goalies, that's not ideal either. And the predators did have two days off. So yeah, give me the give me the predators here. Minus one four to two. And uh yeah, leading to the over, but I think I like Ryan's team total play more. Predators had, uh, had one day off. They were they were they played yesterday. Oh, they played Sunday, yeah. My bad. Sends uh sends tend to play up to better teams and kind of down to mid or lesser teams as well. That's what it seems like. So like the Preds even more. Um, all right, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We have the LA Kings against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary here. LA on the money line set at minus 122. Calgary on the money line at plus 102. The over-under is at six. Both over-under paying off uh, minus 110. Truth be told, man, both these teams have been playing some pretty damn good hockey as of lately. Flames are on a three-game winning streak heading into this. They're also 7-3 and three in their past 10. Uh, but LA is 7-2-1 in their past 10 as well. Um, Calgary hasn't been great at home this year. Kind of a 500 team. Um LA had that absolute heater to start the season when it came to road games. So it's kind of hard to look into their road numbers. They've kind of uh, mellowed out as of late, but still 18, seven and four. That's pretty admirable. Uh, tough game, tough game to cap here, man. Uh, I kind of got to go with the Kings. Cause I feel like the Kings obviously are, are a playoff team. I'm not convinced the Calgary are, of course, they're going to be probably selling more towards the deadline. Uh, so it just makes no sense for them to win. But I mean, They've been proven you're wrong, but if you're looking for a real lean in this, uh, my favorite, I feel like I brought it up a lot this show, division games, baby. LA 8-2-3, Calgary 7-6-1. So if you're looking for a little bit of an edge to the Kings, that kind of supports it as well. Uh, Over-under in this game, I'm definitely leaning towards the under. I wish Riddick was playing because he's been pretty good. Uh, but Markstrom has been—I never thought I'd say that. Eh? But uh, Markstrom has been an absolute stud for the for the Flames here. So I don't know. I I don't like it, but I'll take the under six minus one ten. Yeah, this is a back-to-back here for the Kings. The game hasn't gotten underway yet tonight in Edmonton. But like as we saw uh, over the weekend with the Flyers and Rangers, both of those teams gave it their all in that, in that rivalry game. They were kind of spent uh, on Sunday against uh, worse opponents in, in Pittsburgh and in Columbus. So I think just going based off that, I like Calgary here a little bit as a dog. But you, you never know what, what you're going to get with the Flames here because like they are talking about trading people, so you don't know what kind of motivation they have and, and the Kings have really 
bounced back a lot recently after uh, firing their coach, finally getting their act together. And Cam Talbot's been better. He, in his past two starts, he allowed one goal in each of them while making 29 and 32 saves. So, yeah, I would lean to the under six here at minus 110 and a uh, slight lean to the Flames at plus 102. Yeah, Daniel Vidar got the start on Saturday because of uh, somewhat of a surprising injury concern to Jacob Markstrom. I don't what a sure wild that... game that was. Holy shit. Yeah, it was fun. Hard. It was fun, especially uh, if you're back in the flames in the over. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, so Markstrom should be back for Tuesday. I don't know if it's a huge deal, but just something to monitor. Um, but yeah, I still like the Kings regardless, even if Markstrom plays, uh, they're, they're, they're just, uh, playing better hockey now and they're finally getting some, some goal scoring. Um, Dubois finally putting the puck in the net. It's took him, taking him long enough. Um, yeah, the back to back though, we, we haven't seen the game against the Oilers yet. So that's always uh, tricky, but I, I bet the Kings. So, uh, I'm, I'm not too scared of that result. So give me the Kings. And, uh, uh, again, it's, 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 it's uh, Riddick tonight, then, against the Oilers? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get uh, <laughs> Talbot against the Flames. That's interesting. You'd think that Talbot would be playing against the uh, the Oilers there, his old team. But anyway, um, give me the Kings. No one will play for the toll. All right. Heading down to the 9.30 p.m. time slot, we have the Dallas Stars against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado here. Uh, Dallas on the money line at plus 120. Abs on the money line sitting at minus 142. Over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Meyer. Uh, Abs coming off a big kick in the ass by the best team in the league here. How are they going to bounce back against the Stars? Uh, another back-to-back game here with the Stars playing in Dallas against the Islanders. And they have to go up to Denver. The altitude is never friendly to uh, teams in that kind of situation. So that's definitely an advantage for the ass. Obviously, the Stars have Jacob Ottinger, Jake Ottinger in that uh, for this one with uh, Wedgwood playing the Isles. So that's they have that going for them, I guess. But, uh, yeah, with the Avalanche coming off that loss uh, – this team is can't play a complete 60-minute game. Dominant in the first period. McKinnon was everywhere, but uh, the, he doesn't get much support. And, yeah, let the Leafs back in the game. And then stupid-ass fucking Mika Ranton and flipping the puck over the net with nobody near him. Such a stupid-ass penalty that was. Um, yeah, that, that sucked. But, uh, yeah, I think they, they bounce back here with the uh, – these games are always fun. So I, I'll give me the over as well with the Avalanche, the firepower going off, and uh, the Stars on the back-to-back usually tends to lead to more goals. Stars are an over team this year, even with Ottinger in that a lot of the time. So, yeah, give me uh, Avs on the over. And Ali Nachushkin back from the uh, – Yes. Or cleared to return, at least. I don't know when he'll exactly play, but it uh, should be soon. Yeah, practice today. Good to see that. Uh, Tyler Sagan out for, out for the Stars. That's, that's a, it's kind of a big hit to them. Uh, yeah, the Stars here on a road trip. Uh, this is their fifth game of the road trip. Uh, they did win in Carolina, but going to Colorado, as I, I say it every time, Colorado is one of the best uh, home ice advantages in the league, 22-6 and six after, after oh. a tough loss against the Maple Leafs. But going to bounce back here at home, minus 142. I think that line's way too low. I, I, I like that quite a bit. I'm not sure why I didn't lock that up, but maybe, maybe I should change it. So, yeah, love the abs here, and I uh, lean to the over as well. This could very well be a, a first-round playoff preview if the, if the Jets hold on mm-hmm. to the uh, central there. So this should, be, this should be a fun one. That would be a hell of a matchup. Jeez. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the abs here, man. Dallas on the second night of a back-to-back and then plus traveling to Colorado in the high altitude. That's a kick in the pills. Um, Colorado's just so sick at home. You guys talked about it, 22 and 6, so I'm not really going to go over it. Um, what is worth noting here, over-under, I love the over in this game. 6.5 plus 100 here. We know Jake Ottinger is an awesome goalie. We all talked about this, but his numbers this year aren't that great, dude. 2.92 goals against average, 0.903 save percentage. Like Those are human. His record's off the hook, 21-10-4. That's great. But uh, he's letting in some goals, man. And the Stars, you know, they're not a terrible defensive team. They're kind of upper middle of the pack here. And then Colorado's had some troubles keeping the puck out of their net this year. Um, so the over is an awesome play, I think, especially at plus money at six and a half. I really like that. And then, uh, yeah, I'm on Colorado minus one forty two. Um, okay, moving down to the ten p.m. time slot, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver here. Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at plus one thirty. Canucks on the money line at minus one fifty five. Over under is a six and a half. Overpay now plus one hundred two. The under minus one twenty two. Ah. Uh, Dude, as sick as Colorado is at home, Vancouver is awesome at home too. Twenty-five and two at home this year. That's absolutely sick. Um, I I don't know. If this is the time to say this or not, and it's kind of stupid. But I haven't given up on the Penguins yet, bro. I know everybody's kind of written them off from playoffs and saying no, they don't stand a fucking chance. Realistically, they're seven games back of Philadelphia to secure that third spot in the Metropolitan. Uh, they got four games on hand here. The thing is, it's how you use those games, right? So they got to start fucking winning if they want any chance. Do I think they're going to go into Vancouver and get it done? No, I don't. The the Knucks are just too good, man. So I'm going to be all over Vancouver at minus 155 here. Um, even though I'm not convinced they're going to be a great playoff team, they're still a great regular season team. Uh, and then the over-under in this game... Oh, Jari had a tough go the other night, but he's overall been solid this year. Demko's been fine, too. I don't know what it is, though. I just feel like every time I watch a Canucks game, it's kind of lackluster, and then by the end of the game, it's like 5-4 or 5-3 or something stupid like that. I'm going to lean towards the over plus six and a half, or sorry, over 6.5 and a half of plus 102, and give me Vancouver. Yeah, I'll keep it quick. I, I don't know what's up with this line. Maybe Joel can tell me why, why Canucks are only minus 155, but I absolutely love that here. Uh, Pittsburgh has one line now with Kentel out and that's barely barely it i mean and we saw crosby had five points on the seven goals against the flyers they have brian russ now out as well that's a, that's a big hit for them so they're they're about gonna they're gonna be done give me the canucks minus 155 mm-hmm. uh we have my bud alex in the chat here asking for a live bet for tonight i'd say for me uh take one plus one and a half for whichever team gives up the first goal in king's oilers i could see a uh, close game overtime game there and i'll do i'll give you a prop for tomorrow too take the uh, owen Tippett shots on goal ladder he tends to shoot the puck a lot especially if he's if connect is out but yeah for this one uh canucks minus 155 right uh, brian rust injury is huge cause now huge because now um crosby doesn't have either of his line mates and it takes a certain kind of skill to play with crosby so that's a uh, a bit of a blow you can't just um, adapt your game to his that quickly um yeah the canucks here i think are are a bit cheap at minus 155 uh home team penguins up and down they're just coming off an emotional 7-6 win against their hated rival the flyers and yeah all the, all the way across country now with the, the time zone thing just two days later uh it doesn't set up well canucks also coming off a big win against their I hated rival to the Boston Bruins, and it was like a, it was like the Canucks heard town calling them soft and comparing them to the Leafs because that was <laughs> anything but a soft performance. Like uh, JT Miller making Marchand his bitch, uh, Noah Juleson laying the lumber. 
Nikita Zadorov being dominant all game long. Uh, Tyler Myers even hitting people. And this is without there. They're the most physical player in Dakota Joshua. So I, I love to see it. Um, it was soft what I saw. I saw soft. You only saw overtime and all overtime is soft. I saw the last two <laughs> minutes of regulation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when they tied it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rick Tockett said JT Miller willed this this team to victory here. That was a huge game for them. You know, that would have been five losses in a row. Uh, even though they were the better team against Boston, that would have been uh, further demoralizing. So that was a huge win for the uh, the rest of the season, maybe even going to playoffs, giving them confidence. So I think that was one of the very important game. But anyway, yeah, for this one, giving the Canucks here, I think that they can go on a roll here. They have a lot of home games coming up. Uh, tough, tough games, a lot of tough opponents, but a lot of them at home. So uh, give me the Canucks here. And lean to the under six and a half. Uh, I know Jari's been struggling lately uh, the, after an excellent start to the season, but uh, yeah, he's fighting it a little bit. So it, it's it's tough that way, but the Penguins are, are still struggling to score, even with the uh, crazy seven-goal performance against um, the Flyers, albeit with Cal Peterson and that. Still like the under six and a half. Your Canucks one of the best defensive teams in the league. And uh, their power play just can't score right now. So, <laughs> And uh, that, that, that makes both teams. These are two of the worst power plays. Uh, real. Among- yeah, among all every team fighting for the playoffs. So, yeah, give me the under six and a half. Give me the Canucks. Speaking of, go ahead. Speaking of not playing soft, how about how about for this fucking Matt Rempe character for the Rangers and his fight Love against Delaria on Saturday? Just a, absolute, just banger of a fight. Fight of the year, I think. And that what's yeah. his that is third or fourth fight already? Like, already like, like five games or something. Three, like that. He, he's fought in every game but one, I, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. But that's how you make a name for yourself, bro. Like, and, and people saying like, "Oh, you know, you can't be doing this." And well, the kid wouldn't be in the league if he wasn't doing this. It's as simple as that, right? But so, as, as a, I don't, not to get too off topic, but like you, you, as long as you're taking care of him and he's like in, in a good in a good mental space, yes, because we we've seen enforcers go down a bad road. So, uh, I, I'm trusting he is. He had a goal and an assist this weekend, so maybe he can stick around. But like, as long as he's not asked to fight almost every other game, that I feel like it's fine. He's just loving it. He said he's having yeah, fun. Yeah, I think exactly. Um, yeah, same same birthday as Bertuzzi because I know he scored on his birthday and just like Bertuzzi did on Saturday. So he's got that going for him too, I guess. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's big. But Ryan, that's it's an interesting point. We don't got to go too crazy into it. But like I've been in dressing rooms where like I'll never forget, dude. So my first day, my first junior game, regular season games, there's this kid one year older than me, right? So I was 16. He was 17. You're playing against fucking guys up to 21. And the GM went into this kid and said, you got the green light. This is a fucking 17-year-old kid. And he was shaking in his boots, right? He doesn't know, but he's expected to fight. So that's kind of – this isn't junior, for Christ's sake. So that kind of sucks. But then again, I saw him do it to another guy, and then the guy was just firing. He literally looked at him like, you don't even got to tell me. Like, I'm going everybody. So some people are just built differently, right? And it seems like this kid is and that he lives for it, you know? So uh, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation maybe for another day, but I wouldn't look too much into it in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, moving on to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket. We got the New Jersey Devils against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 250. Sharks on the money line at plus 205. Over, under, sitting at 6.5. Over, paying off minus 105. The under, minus 115. Uh, Devils on the puck line at minus 1.5. is sitting at plus 105 here. Uh, <laughs> dude, this Devils team scares the shit out of me. The fire Lindy rough chance, I don't even know where to begin with that. You guys got no goaltending. You can't get a fucking save. Look at Nico Dawes' record, dude. 7-8-0, no, 3.30 goals against average, 0.895 save percentage. And that's your good goalie that's cooking right now. 
So I don't know what to make of it, man. Uh, with that being said, Devils have been fine on the road, 15, 10, and 2. Do I trust them to cover the puck line? No. You know, minus one and a half. Am I going to bet them minus 250? No. Regulation, what's that sitting Like minus 190 or something like that. There's not really a lot of value on this. Are they scoring at least lately? They're kind of scoring 11th in the league for, you know, goals averaging 3.29 per game. Maybe take like a Devils team total. Maybe like a decent play for this, but there's not really a lot else that I kind of like in this game. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, talk myself into, into taking the Sharks here because the Devils goaltending is so bad. But I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it. Maybe a, maybe a Sharks team total. They, they've put up, they put up six in Calgary, three against Columbus, but got shut out by, by Vegas, two against Nashville. Devils, though, they, they just suck in that. So, yeah, Sharks, if anything, maybe a, maybe a Sharks plus one and a half, minus 125, and root for a close game, but nothing too strong. What I did is I parlayed the uh, the Panthers money line with the Devils money line. Comes out the small plus number. Kind of recommend that. Uh, just can't trust either team to win by margin right now, even against the lowly Sharks. Um, yeah, the, the Devils goaltending isn't as much of a concern against a team that struggles offensively like the Sharks do. Probably the second worst offensive team next to the, the Blackhawks. Now they, they're without Logan Couture again. So, uh, yeah, I think the Devils win this game. It's just a matter of attacking it, how to attack it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure this one does go over because of the Sharks' impotence. And, uh, yeah, I just, no no play in the total, but I, I do like the Devils. You could do the, the puck line, maybe just win like a 4-1. Sharks lose a lot of game like that. Uh, but what I did is I just did the Panthers and the, and the Devils at uh, a small plus number. All right. <laughs> yeah. You ended on a, you ended like mid sentence there, but you caught me <laughs> off card, but that's all right. Uh, okay. That wraps up the 12 game slate here. Uh, consensus plays, Ryan, what do we got? What do we got cooking? Yeah. I think I may have missed a few in the middle. I'm not, not entirely sure. Uh, Vegas, Toronto over six and a half plus 100 Buffalo, Florida under six and a half minus 120 Red Wings minus 180 Jets regulation minus 125 Nashville minus 142. Vancouver minus 155. Then I think Avs minus 142 in the over six and a half plus 100 there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the over in that. All right. So that's uh, some, some, some juicy ones there, but a, but a, a few plus odds. Worth noting, too, we got something special on the board. I know Jolie doesn't like it because he's on Vegas, but we got the old Hockey Gambling Podcast, HGP, Kelvin Pickard, Parlay, baby. You can get the Leafs, the Flyers, and Colorado all on the money line together, paying off plus 454. We do not endorse parlays on this show, but we do endorse the Hockey Gambling Podcast, Kelvin Parlay of the Night, or Kelvin Pickard Parlay of the Night, plus 454. Add in the Canucks, too. we got to got to find a player that played for all, all four of those teams, and we'll, we'll name it after them. Well, it's got to be Only Laffer. Wait. Did Pickard play for the Canucks? Yeah, Canucks? Pickard never played. No, he never did. No. no. You're not going to find a player played for all four teams right all now. All four. Could you imagine? We'll do some digging. I'll do some digging. I'll, 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 find, I'll find someone. I'll find someone. All, all right. right. <laughs> um, okay, let's move into Lock Dogs and Totals here. Current standings. Obviously, Jolie's still in first. Uh, record of 51, 48, and 3, up 4.13 units. Uh, myself, record of 46 and 56, down 17.21 units. Ryan, a record of 41, 60 and 1, down 20.99 units. Gilbert, we got to. This is our home push, buddy. I keep saying this. and If we have any chance, we got to do something admirable to at least try and fucking push this close to being even. Um, Ryan, why don't you go first? You haven't gone first in a while. Why don't you kick us off? Let's fucking do it. My lock here is the Sabres Panthers under 6.5, minus 120. 
should just be an under game there. I love, love that. Florida, very good under team. My dog, my flyers here at home, plus 105. Should not be underdogs at home. Lightning are a bit scary, but flyers should get it done. And then my total, change this one a few times. We're going with the Avs team total over three and a half at plus 105. I think they easily score four against uh, whoever they're playing. <laughs> Stars. Um, <laughs> Jets at home, regulation minus 125. The Blues have fucked me over a few times, but not this time. Jets are going to win comfortably. Dog Knights plus one four to two on the road against the Leafs. Just a desperate team against the team uh, smelling themselves a little bit in the Leafs. And total Stars Avalanche over six and a half at even money. Uh, I think uh, these these games do tend to be higher scoring, and we're seeing the Avalanche uh, be terrible defensively, make stupid mistakes, but their power play is still good. And uh, with McKinnon on the ice, uh, he's scoring goals for fun. The game's coming to him really slowly right now. So he's, he's he can uh, read the game better than he ever has before and you can see it <laughs> like if, if he's not helping the team they're not winning like he had assists in every goal against the leafs and it's probably gonna be the same thing here uh just this guy's incredible and he's carrying the team right now and that'll lead to uh some <laughs> some scoring here because the rest of the team can't do shit without him all right for myself for my lock i'm taking nashville in regulation versus ottawa uh, plus 105 ottawa's in shambles tonight you know they have both goalies play they're on a back-to-back with some travel uh forsberg let in four goals on 10 shots corpusella let in two on nine uh not looking too great over there for goaltending in ottawa uh and then nashville on a five-game winning streak all five of those wins have been in regulation uh for my dog i'm taking florida on the puck line versus buffalo plus 110 here um we talked about it florida's uh florida's past couple games have been uh overtime loss and then an overtime win as well uh but before that all five of their wins before that were in regulation they're a great team when it comes to division records so i think they're going to be kicking the shit out of buffalo plus 110 uh and then for my total leafs vegas over six and a half plus 110 seven of the past 10 leafs games have gone over the number at six and a half uh and i think this is a i don't know why this is like plus money i guess we talked about it maybe the whole vegas factor with aiden hill back and good defense but um yeah i still i still like this until they give me a reason not to so uh, i got all dogs i just noticed here we're fucking we're barking on the slate boys let's go it's a barking ldt bark it up uh according to a uh, hockey reference there are two players who have played for the flyers canucks avalanche and maple leafs uh first was michelle petite who played back in the, the 80s and 90s and then chris McAllister, who played in the 90s and mm. 2000s yeah, not quite no the Calvin way. Pickard parlay, but that's no. uh, no. doesn't roll it's off tough. the tongue. It's as tough nice. to find four. Yeah, tough to find four. Any guy that played on four teams for anybody, I guess. Maybe not. What am I saying? People play on four teams all the time. Fuck me. Whatever. Max uh, Domi. <laughs> Max Domi. Hell yeah, baby. He's been on. I can name four off Half the top the of my head. <laughs> Montreal, Dallas, Arizona, Toronto. Like I'm sure I'm missing a couple in the Columbus when they get a stint. I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap things up here, boys? No. Nope. All right. Everybody go check out the uh, Sports Gaily Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. 12 game slate tomorrow on a Tuesday. That's going to be wicked. Uh, baseball, basketball, MMA, NASCAR, golf. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. You can find all that information there. Uh, be sure to check out all the other shows. Everybody does a killer job, especially this time of the year. Uh, NFL draft will be, when is that? It's in like, what, like April or some shit, I think? That'll be, yeah, late, that'll late be here. Before, right? Joel, that'll you got anything yet? I've been meaning to ask you uh not not lately no i have a few bets no. but the well actually jj or not jj um jane daniels for second overall at a plus 150 or so i think is a decent look with the uh the commanders looking to get uh, a running quarterback and he's the uh, the best option in that regard 
after Caleb Williams, of course. So if, if they trade up, then that's, it's moot. But right now, I think that that's a, a decent look. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm seeing here there's NFL combine odds for like the fastest 40 yard dash and shit. I did not know that was a thing. Those are always fun. Will bench press record be broken over 49 and a half reps? <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? That's animal stuff, bro. If you that's got an inside look into that, that uh, hook me up. We're going to get yeah. the oh. right here. Hell yeah, we are, baby. Let's go. I'm already prepping for next year's World Juniors, too. Just to oh my. Um, <laughs> Also, side note here, I'm going to have to steal myself a new Toronto Argos jersey because my boy Chad Kelly might be getting himself into a little bit of trouble off the court or off the field here. So, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I might have to I might have to fucking steal something else. We'll see. Um, anyway, so shout out to the SGPF website. Do that. Uh, check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles. He's banging out. That's awesome. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Discord's absolutely electric. Having a great time. Everybody's pumping up. You know, winning picks. Laughing at people that are coming in, being like, "What's the play tonight? What's the pick tonight?" Well, guess what? Go fuck yourselves. Uh, but everybody's having a good time, nonetheless, which is great. Uh, so, if you want to get in the Discord, but you're not, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction, or you can reach out to the HDP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll get you going. He's a killer. He'll, he'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, or what you can do is you can start, you know, go into a chat group and start monitoring, like olympics downhill skiing slaloms and luge and all this shit and once you're in there i guarantee you you'll see our very own joel meyer in there just buzzing and shaking and you know moving and kissing hands and shaking babies and getting all the inside information we need because that's just the kind of guy he is baby when you're in there talking about what's the what's the one where they hit the big jump on the skis what's that called uh the long i don't know it's the uh i don't know what it's called you know the one we're talking about, though. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's they all, it's like a double event too because they do the the um, they do that and then they do the the biathlon or the uh, cross country skiing, right? Depending on the time, yeah. it'll, it'll obviously. It'll, it'll spend, yeah. Of course, it's how far you <laughs> jump. It'll it'll give you a, a head start in the cross country skiing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that, but that's fantastic. Now we, <laughs> but now I'm glad I do. Uh, so hell yeah, when you're rooting and shaking in there, you can reach out to our boy Jolly Hill. He'll point you in the right direction for the Discord as well, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Shout out everyone that joins us in the live chat there. If not, you can still leave a comment. I'll, I'll read it here. I, I've read some comments from our, our, our good friend uh, Doug Reed recently. So yeah, if you leave a comment, subscribe. We we, we like all that stuff. Right on, man. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talent Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talent underscore Jenkins94. You can also find me going to give some love to my cat because my cat hasn't been fucking with me this show, so I'm going to go give him some treats. Hell yeah. I'm Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find me uh, trying to Google this name of this event, but I can't find it. Still, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Get in the Discord. You can tell us in there. Ski jumping. It's just called ski jumping. Oh, oh that's shit. That's anticlimactic, you know? I mean, we can't say Nord- shit. Nordic Combine is the one that combines both. So there's just ski mm. jumping is how far you can jump on the skis. And there's Nordic Combine, which combines ski jumping with the cross country. So, yeah. Wicked. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. They should do that ski jump on the mini skis, little mini blades. That'd be fucking wicked, bro. Just broken ankles for days, though, but whatever. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.